Welcome to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com. Good morning, Memphis. Welcome to our internet listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Subscribe at jogarner.com and you'll receive our weekly podcast and the show notes from Real Estate Mortgage Shop free right there in your inbox. Our general topic today on July the 7th, 2018 is hit a home run in real estate with the right financing and property management on your team. What is your real estate success story? Call us while we're live today at 901-535-9732. Today you're going to hear stories of successful real estate investors and strategies that they used to score profits on their investments. I'm going to share with you some of the financing programs real estate investors use. Philip Kemp of Reed and Associates of Tennessee will be sharing some wisdom on how and when to use a property manager. Philip Kemp of Reed and Associates of Tennessee, it is great having you back in the real estate mortgage shop studio again. You have a great reputation for taking care of your property owners and your tenants. Uh, You take the burden of property management off the homeowner. Take a moment and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what Reed and Associates does for your clients. Well, good morning, Joe. Thanks for having me back with you in the studio this morning. I appreciate the invitation. Uh, Reed and Associates is uh, my company. Uh, we're a full-service residential real estate company, but we have a focus on property management. Uh, we manage a lot of single-family rentals in the area. Uh, we work uh, to help those clients with uh, collecting rent, leasing their vacant houses, and also uh, getting those houses ready for rent with uh, improvements and repairs that are necessary. Uh, so we uh, manage uh, several hundred houses across this area and enjoy doing it. Well, you know, I've heard so many uh, people say, well, you know, I would be a, a real estate investor if I didn't have to deal with toilets and tenants. That's right. <laughs> but, you know, you can still do that if you have the right people on your team. And uh, I know for a fact that Philip Kemp has had good testimonials, great testimonials from people that I know that have used him. So I'm glad to have you in the studio, Philip. You know, back in the 1980s, before I got in the mortgage business, I had just sold a lawn and landscaping business, and I was trying to figure out, you know, what am I going to do when I grow up? Well, like a lot of people back then, I was drawn to real estate investing and the financing end of it. It was just an exciting kind of industry. And one of my mottos then, and it's still my motto today, is if you don't know how to do something, model someone who is doing it very well. Robert Allen was wildly successful in real estate, and he was the author of some best-selling books, Nothing Down, Creating Wealth, The Challenge. And after boldly making some calls. <laughs> I had the awesome opportunity to be mentored personally by this famous author and zero-down real estate investor, Robert Allen. I flew to San Diego and spent all day, every day, for several days with this author. And, you know, there was a few other people like myself who were also hungry to learn how to think outside the box and be a successful real estate investor. And 
you know, we learned 50 ways to buy houses with nothing down. Uh, even though I've not used all 50 down nothing down scenarios on my first personal real estate deal, I not only got in for nothing down, but I left the closing table that day with, with a $600 check in my name. I have used a number of those nothing down formulas for my mortgage clients needing zero down. And in the course of working with various customers, we have together come up with a few of our own methods, which are different than the original ones because, of course, lending regulations have evolved since then. But one very important lesson I learned from Robert Allen was if the real estate deal is really good and the only thing stopping you from getting it is a resource that you don't have, find someone who has this resource and partner with them. Of course, you need a predetermined exit strategy, you know, if you're going in on a deal with anyone and you want to make sure you're dealing with someone of good character. But so many of the successful real estate investors that I work with today are short on a common, one common resource, and that is time, T-I-M-E, time. They delegate the day-to-day management of their rental homes to the property management company. Philip, what are some of the services that you offer investment property owners through Reed and Associates Property Management? Kind of like you mentioned, uh, toilets and tenants, uh, dealing with people. Dealing with problems uh, is a big part of what we do. So most of our clients have uh, decided to take a uh, passive approach to their real estate investments. That's why they're hiring a property manager. Uh, They have bought those properties to accomplish certain goals for them, whether it's uh, covering expenses or saving for retirement or building a future nest egg. Um, The example I like to use is uh, just say you own stock in Lowe's. You actually own part of that company, but Lowe's doesn't call you when the toilet backs up. Lowe's doesn't call you to come check somebody out when they have something they're ready to pay for. So p- sometimes people approach their real estate investments differently. They think they have to go fix the toilet. They think they have to collect the money every month, and you really don't have to. Uh, there's property management companies available that provide those services. We deal with those same things all day, every day. Uh, used to dealing with tenants. Used to dealing with the uh, repair calls. Um, most importantly, for the owners, uh, as we're used to filling those vacant units, recommending what needs to be done, paint, carpet, any fix-up, and then also uh, filling those with a good qualified applicant uh, as quickly as possible to get that property uh, producing revenue for them again. Well, you know, on that tenant uh, placement, that is so important because, you know, knowing how to screen those people and having the tools to properly screen those people, I've learned over the years that if you spend more time screening the tenant, you're going to save yourself time in multiples in the end because you're not going to have the problems to deal with that you would have if you did not properly screen the tenant. That's right. Even if it takes a few extra days to find a well-qualified applicant, uh, you're going to be better off in the long run uh, with somebody that uh, will move in, pay the rent, and take good care of the property. Well, you know, you talked about uh, the day-to-day stuff. You also offer accounting and financial uh, record-keeping and things like that where the, the homeowner would get a regular report, which, by the way, will save you a lot of time when it comes to preparing your tax returns because, Reed and Associates, you guys have already done the paperwork and the accounting on that, right? Yeah, so at the end of the year, the clients uh, receive an end-of-the-year statement itemizing everything that came in and went out from that property and then a 1099 that they can send to their uh, tax professional and makes that process a lot easier. Well, you know, I'm, recount- I'm remembering uh, a client of mine who had several properties, several, and 
he said uh, he used to manage them all himself. That's all he ever did. He enjoyed it. You know, he didn't mind taking the calls. He had a team of repair guys that would go out and fix things. He didn't have to do, he, he began to uh, sub that out or delegate that out. But um, one of the things that when, as he got older and wanted to retire that he relinquished was those day-to-day calls where people call with a question about well, there's um, my, my neighbor's making noise or there's something wrong with the fence or there's something wrong with the toilet or my refrigerator is not working right. He relinquished all of that and really got a new lease on life by doing that. And you guys take care of all of those calls. That's right. And a lot of the technologies we've implemented over the last few years, uh, people can make uh, service requests online. So they've got a documentation. We've got a documentation of what was reported. They can pay rent online. They can um, go through there and have a record of all the interactions with us through repairs and through uh, paying rent with all that online. Uh, It's really eliminating a lot of those uh, back and forth. And he said, she said to where everything's documented on both sides. Oh, that's that's a great backup there. And we've got about 15 seconds. Exit strategy. How do you do exit strategy? Uh, it really turns down to what the uh, what the client wants. Do they want, if they've got multiple properties, are they looking for an immediate cash need and maybe they want to sell off one of those? Or at some point they may sell off uh, the entire bulk and decide to do something else with those funds. And uh, there are uh, larger clients available in our market that will buy uh, lots of 10 or 50 or more properties all at one time. That's a great exit strategy. Well, you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. Call me and let's talk about what you want to accomplish with your mortgage. But you have to talk to me personally so I can work with you personally. And I do want to work with you personally. Call me directly at 901-482-0354. Make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. When we come back, Philip Kemp of Reed & Associates will be sharing some more good info on how and when to use a property management company. If you want to call us while we're live, 901-535-9732. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. Hi, I'm Eric Urich, Focal Point Business Coaching, getting you to where you need to be. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to our host, Joe Garner. All right. You're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and we're talking about hit a home run in real estate with the right financing and property management on your team. I love that song. That was actually from the Ed Sullivan Show in 1959, and standing around the piano was Ed Sullivan, Whitey Ford, Yogi Berra, Mickey Mantle, a couple of other people, and of course the fella who wrote that song, Take Me Out to the Ball Game, that was written in 1908, by the way. Long time look back on that, but um, yeah, it's baseball season, the boys of summer, and we're kind of celebrating that a little bit today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Uh, in the co-host here, and I'm Joe Garner, your your host, mortgage loan officer. You can find me at jogarner.com. You can also find me hanging around Evolve Bank & Trust here in the Memphis area, but wherever you are in the country, I want to be on your journey to home ownership 
as your lender. I work all over the country, including Alaska and Hawaii. And so, uh, but sitting in the co-host chair, we have Philip Kemp of Reed and Associates of Tennessee. They are property managers. They come with very good reputation from people that I personally know who have used them. And uh, Philip, when we left off after the first break, you had been talking about the services and things that property management, your company, can offer property owners. But let's talk for a minute about when and how do we use property management companies as, as homeowners? So we really work with two different types of clients. Uh, one is what we would call an investor that owns multiple properties, uh, kind of running it like a business. Um, so up to a certain point, you kind of mentioned earlier, but a lot of people like to take care of the houses themselves. Uh, but there's usually a number, whether it's five or 10 or 20, if somebody's holding down a full-time job and trying to run those properties, it really starts affecting their lifestyle. They're handling it nights, weekends, because that's the only time they have available. So then they'll turn to a property management company. The other type of client we work with is uh, more of a homeowner that for some reason or another can't sell their house right now can't get it sold quickly enough. Uh, one of the things we've worked with a couple times recently is a military family that gets relocation orders, but they love their house, they love Memphis, and they want to come back. So maybe they get two to five-year relocation orders to another location, but they know they want to come back. We're helping them rent it out for that definite period of time, and after uh, the tenant moves out at the end of that lease, they can move right back into the house they already own and love here in Memphis. That gives them a, some great options. And uh, also divorce situations, estate situations mm-hmm. where someone passes away. You know, uh, some of my clients that I've seen have been people who own a lot of property, and they're just tired. They want to take That's a right. vacation. They want to spend some time, you know, with their family. And they're like, it's, and it's hard for them to do because they're used to being the people who were in total control of those properties and handling all the calls and things like that. But, you know, the majority of them that I've talked to after they've delegated it to a property management company, and they still see that you guys give them a report, you guys are on top of it, and they can still manage the manager, if you will. It's a pretty easy transition after that. At first, they have a hard time relinquishing the control. But after that, most of the people I've talked to have been delighted to have the property manager take all of that onto their shoulders. And it really is a trust-based relationship between the property manager and the uh, landlord owner of the property. Like you say, they've had their hands in it for a long time. They know exactly what's going on. Uh, So it takes a little while to build up that trust to where we really are going to communicate with them, Mm -hmm. uh, accurate reporting, let them know what's going on with their houses. But once they realize the day-to-day time savings, which is really one of the costs that's hard for an owner to calculate, they they may realize they're working for $5 to $10 or $15 an hour. Uh, with the time that they're putting into those properties, and uh, it's just not worth it for them in the long run, so they're better off to hand it over to a property manager. Another situation I'm thinking of, I've got multiple real estate investors that I work with on the mortgage side that have very well-paying jobs, and their time is worth a couple of hundred dollars or more an hour where they are on the job, and yet they don't want to depend on just that job's pension or 401k for retirement. They're building up a portfolio of real estate properties on the side. For them, it's a no-brainer to delegate off the property management so they can spend their time looking for the best deals and spending their time at their job making much more per hour. So it's a business decision for them on how much am I going to maximize my income per hour of the day. So delegating off to a property manager makes a lot of sense for them. 
Well, another thing we see uh, from people is whether it's military or corporate, like you mentioned, they know over the course of their career they're going to get relocated three or four or five times. Mm -hmm. So they decide instead of selling the house at every uh, uh, market that they move out of, they're just going to hang on to that. That's right. Convert that over to a rental. It ends up making them money, helps them on their taxes. And then, uh, you know, when they get to the end of their career, they've got four or five, six, eight, ten uh, income producing properties across the country that are all quality properties. They bought them all as uh, homes to live in. So they're all quality properties. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we see that as far as just a long term strategy to uh, build a rental portfolio and ultimately build wealth. Well, and and I've told the story many times, but I have one particular uh, military gentleman that's one of my favorite investors, and he started out in the military making very little, but he decided he was going to end up making a lot more in real estate than he made in his military career. And like you said, he bought a house every place he moved, and he kept it. And a couple of times he was able to use the VA, and then he began to use other products, which is where I came in. I do VA loans too, but um, once he ran through all of his entitlement, we started using other products. So anywhere he moved in the country, he bought a house in an area that was appreciating with a strong rental possibility for the future, and he kept it. And so now... Today, he's been in the military over 20 years, and his income on his real estate far exceeds what he makes in the military. But you know, Philip, we're going to take a moment, since we're talking about baseball, we're going to play a little game called the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. And the uh, Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is brought to you, well, it's sponsored by John and Jennifer Lawhon. And uh, John and Jennifer Lawhon can help you plan your landscaping if you have a big, big project or maybe just a little project or a big one you want to do in phases. The Lawhons are giving away a $25 gift card to the first person with the correct trivia answer. And if you know the answer to our trivia question, call us at 901-535-9732. Our trivia question is, what was the name of Memphis's first minor league baseball team what was the name of memphis first minor league baseball team hint this memphis team was part of the league alliance the first semi of semi-affiliated minor baseball league in 1877 (laughs) so this goes back a ways the other hint is the name of the memphis baseball team in 1877 is very similar to the name of our current memphis baseball team similar The last hint, names of other Memphis teams that followed this first team was the Grays in 1886, the Browns in 1887, the Giants in 1892, get this one, Fever Germs, 1893, (laughs) Memphis Egyptians, 1901-08, oh, this one, I don't know why you'd name a baseball team this, the Turtles, 1909-1911, the Chickasaws, which converted over to the Chicks, 1912 to 1960. Memphis Blues from 1968 to 73. And, of course, the Memphis Chicks, 78 to 97. And our beloved Memphis Redbirds, 1998 to current. But who was the very first? If you know the answer, give us a call, 901-535-9732. So, Philip. <clears throat> While we are waiting on our many callers to guess who our first Memphis baseball team was, the name of it, I want to go back and touch again on property management. Let's talk for a moment about legalities. 
one of the biggest concerns of some of the newer investors that come into my office is what are the landlord-tenant laws? How do I abide by them? I don't want to get in trouble because I'm ignorant on the landlord-tenant laws. You guys already have all of those protections baked in, I understand, to your lease and to your management uh, models. Is that correct? We do, yeah. Um, Not every county in Tennessee is subject to landlord-tenant law. Uh, the law is passed to where it affects just the larger uh, handful of counties in Tennessee, but so uh, certainly Shelby County uh, is subject to the landlord-tenant law. Um, we are not attorneys. We have several good attorneys. Uh, they've reviewed our leases and contracts and things that we're uh, putting out there, uh, but also anytime there is something that comes up, uh, we have three or four attorneys that will uh, answer our call just about any time, uh, just for a quick situation, or if something does uh, actually need their uh, involvement, uh, we have them available also. But yeah, the leases and everything have been mm-hmm. uh, reviewed by by actually multiple attorneys, uh, just to make sure that they are uh, in compliance with that landlord-tenant law. Just to give you an example, you can't just go in and just because somebody tells you, I'm going to be leaving this property on a certain day, you can't just go in there. You really need something in writing from them stating that they have officially vacated. Uh, There's just all kinds of little wrinkles in there that uh, you really need a property manager or a good attorney to help you get legal with this stuff so you don't have to pay a price later on. But you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. And you can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can call me uh, off the air at 901-482-0354. I do want to work with you personally. When we come back, I'm going to be sharing with you some winning strategies that some of my very successful real estate uh, investors have used to acquire property at a bargain, even in a hot market. I'm going to share with you some stories of how they did it. So stay tuned on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. I'm Kevin Yee with Save Any Solution. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now I'm back to your host, Joe Gartner. All right, center field, and today we're talking about hit a home run in real estate with the right financing and property management on your team. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. Subscribe at jogarner.com, and we'll send you our weekly podcast. We'll even take the show notes for you. Uh, We have a trivia winner, and I'm trying to bring Bob up here. Let's see, Bob. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Congratulations on winning the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. Bob, Thank you very much. What's the answer? The answer is the Memphis Red. Yes, and how did you know that? Well, I'm a senior citizen, and my dad used to take me to the Chickasaw Buddies ball games in the 1950s, and we heard it around uh, the ballpark. Oh, my goodness. So you're a baseball many, many fan. Years. <laughs> You're a baseball fan. In fact, we played a, a clip from uh, Ed Sullivan's show, 1959, with uh, Whitey Ford and Vicki Mantle and Yogi Berra singing around the piano, Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bob, thank you so much for playing uh, Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Anything else you want to share with our listeners? Well, enjoyed it very much, and I listen to you every Saturday morning. 
and uh, have a great day. Have a great day, Bob. Congratulations. And the Lawhans are going to be sending Bob a $25 gift card just to congratulate him for winning our Look Back Memphis baseball trivia this morning. All right, Joe. So one of the questions I get a lot, um, talking to clients, trying to figure out uh, that they want to build a rental portfolio, um, is actually how to go uh, about that with their financing. A lot of times I'll end up sending them to you. So, I mean, what are what are some plans that people use to purchase investment property when they are when they decide they want to take that step? That is a great question. And, of course, I eat mortgages, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I love them. <laughs> and I love real estate investors because they have a dream, they have a plan, they work their plan, and I love being on the journey. The most common plan that investors want is a 30-year fixed. That's the most common. Not all investors want that, but most of them do. And and on a Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, uh, it's traditional mortgage, the minimum down for an investor is 20%. Now, or 15%. I've got programs where investors can put 15% down. Now, I do want to take a moment for those of you who are listening. If you are buying a primary residence or a vacation home, you can get in for a lot less primary residence, I can get you in for zero to very little down. So, But we're talking right now about real estate investment property, minimum down payment 15 to 20%. The beauty of the 30-year fixed mortgage, and as I speak, as far as I know, the United States of America is the only country that offers a 30-year fixed rate tool for investors. And if you think about it, if you've got a fixed rate, Philip, and that principal and interest is never going to change for 30 years, but rents are going to continue to go up over those 30 years, you have got an instant wealth building tool. Not only are your values going up and you're building equity on the balance sheet, but your income statement is going up as well because your rents are going up and your principal and interest is staying the same. So the difference between the rent that you get and the payment you have to make, that profit margin gets bigger all the time. So it's a beautiful tool, 20% or 15 to 20% down to buy rental property. Of course, we also have 20 years and 15 years for people that want to do that. Um, I had a uh, investor, and I've mentioned him many times, uh, one particular one, and he believes in uh, what Les Brown, a motivational speaker, says. His motto is, you must be willing to do today the things others won't do in order to have the things tomorrow that others won't have. And he made a sacri- started making sacrifices in the beginning of his real estate career. He was working a job. He had a family. And he determined, again, that he wanted to build something for his family. He did it for his family. If you got a big enough why, you can do anything. And he started out buying his own house, and then he bought another house. Then he slowed up a little bit because it's hard to get up on Saturday morning and go look at houses or or during the week after hours to go look at houses. It's, It's hard to find them. But gradually, he began to set up a network of people that he would go and network with them. And the more people you know that are in the real estate industry, the more opportunities you have to find those deals. And after a while, it became easier and easier because he already had those leads coming to him. And the more money he made, of course, the more excited and the more motivated he became. And not only that, but his wife became very motivated too once (laughs) she started seeing the money coming in instead of going out. So that helped a lot too. Let me just say again that I want to talk to you about the Fannie Mae 30-year loan 
it is an amazing tool. I've got some examples. If you call me, I can show you examples of what we can do on your specific scenario. Now, where are those bargains today? We are in a red hot market. I've had so many people call me and say, well, Joe, I listen to you on the radio. And, you know, you talk about these investors that get all these bargain deals. I can't find any. You know, I'm lucky if I can get a bid offer, you know, bid accepted on a house that I offer $5,000 over list for. Where in the world are these people finding bargains? Well, I can tell you right now where the bargains are. They're on fixer-uppers. Now, the reason that fixer-uppers are such a bargain is because there's precious few people out there in the market who know how to finance those fixer-uppers. For instance, if you find a house that has roof leaks and it's got rotted wood and maybe the, uh, the electrical's messed up or maybe some plumbing, you know, anything that affects the habitability or safety of the house, you're going to have a problem getting a standard mortgage. These 30-year mortgages I'm talking about, Fannie Mae shies away from those, FHA, VA, USDA. They want that house to be in good working order and a safe place to live. So they, if the appraiser goes out there and mentions that we've got a leaky roof, that we've got rotted wood, that we've got electrical or plumbing or, H or heating and air that's not working, instantly they make note of it and the underwriters require those things to be fixed before closing. Well, now you've got to catch 22 because who wants to put five or $6,000 of repairs into a house they don't own yet? Plus, a lot of sellers don't want you in there messing around with the house before you own it either. So you can't close until the repairs are fixed, but you can't fix the repairs until you own it. That's what I mean by a catch-22. We have uh, several options of getting around that. For real estate investors, what most of my investors will do, they have systematically set up credit lines that they can go and pay cash for these houses initially. And if they're going to keep that house, if it's a keeper, they're, they can see that their rental income is going to be good on it. The appreciation's good. They're not going to resell that into the market. They're going to keep it. They'll use a credit line to buy, pay cash for it, fix it up. And then they're going to call me up and say, hey, Joe, I'm ready to refinance this house. Give me a 30-year fix so I can get my cash flows up on this thing, and I'll free up my credit line so the next hot deal that comes across my desk, I can jump on it because now my credit line's clean. And it's kind of like a rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. It's throw the ball, hit it out of the ballpark. Throw the ball, run the bases. That is what I'm talking about. And I call it the quick cash back refinance loan. There are some rules and regulations, just like in baseball, that we have to follow to make this work. But it is one of the most popular tools that I use for investors. For homeowners that are going to live in the house as their primary residence, I have not one, but two renovation repair loans that will allow that homeowner who's buying to live in the home to buy the house and finance the repairs. Beautiful product. It's a lot more steps to go through, a little bit more expensive to do. But if you're paying, you know, if you're getting a house at 70 cents on the dollar and you're putting another 10% into it and you're walking into equity instantly, it's worth it. But those are some of the financing tools. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying. The The deals right now can be found on houses that are not move-in ready. So mm -hmm. it sounds like you've got programs for uh, people that want to occupy the house as well as investors. Uh, but the houses that are move-in ready, that are priced right, are just selling fast and they're going to be selling at the top of the market. But if you mm -hmm. can find something that, like you say, maybe roof leaks, something that's cosmetically looks like it needs some work, uh, or maybe even you know more systems, plumbing, electrical, things like that that need work, uh, you can really get uh, get some good deals on those right now. Well, another question people say, they always ask me is, well, how can I buy real estate with nothing down? 
Well, if you're buying a home that's going to be your primary residence, you can take your pick of lots of like zero down payment mortgage programs or um, programs that require 5% or less down payment. For rental property purchases, the loan program, like I said earlier, requires a minimum of 15% to 20% down on a single family rental property. But I've found multiple ways to get my investors in for zero down. And a lot of what we do is like, well, uh, we can do margin loans on certain stocks and bonds, uh, you know, accounts. We can, uh, you might be able to set up a deal with your 401k program to borrow against it, not take the money out, but just borrow against it. Uh, getting cash out refinance on a different property like a lot of my investors will have a free and clear home that's in good shape and they want to go pay cash for this other great bargain so we'll do a refinance cash out refinance on a house that's free and clear that they own give them the cash to go buy this other deal to leverage into that extra equity and all of that Uh, cash value on life insurance plan is a hidden gold nugget getting an equity line of credit secured on your primary residence to use to launch into investment properties. These are just a few, but if you want to sink your shovel in, we'll go some treasure hunting for your deal. We're getting ready to go to break. I've got a few more really good ones that's on the blog that we didn't have a chance to mention today. So go to that on Monday at jogarner.com and look up this program, hit a home run in real estate. You'll be able to catch those. But I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer, and you can find me hanging around Evolve Bank and Trust here in the Memphis area, and I work all over the country. Sitting in the co-host chair, we have Philip Kemp with Reed and Associates of Tennessee Property Management, and uh, we want you on the line with us, so give us a call at 901-535-9732. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Leslie with Signs Now in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. After the boys of summer are gone, the baseball guys, we're talking about hit a home run in real estate with the right financing and property management on your team. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Shoot me an email at jo at jogarner.com. I would love to connect with you and talk about what you want to accomplish with your mortgage. Sitting in the co-host chair, we have Philip Kemp of Reed and Associates of Tennessee Property Managers. They come with a great reputation. They've worked with several people that I know. And we're going to take a moment and do the real estate tip of the week. And Philip Kemp, I believe you have our real estate tip of the week. That's right. Uh, My tip this week is about uh, long-term upgrades, even for rental properties. Uh, We're seeing more clients uh, being willing to take on a larger one-time expense to lower their cost over time. So these these are things like uh, granite countertops. So you know from watching the TV decorating shows, uh, granite countertops are becoming almost a standard feature for any desirable uh, desirable property, including rentals. Uh, There's some great products for um, vinyl plank wood look flooring. It's a one-time expense, and then also exterior vinyl siding. So these things cost more than their um, than laminate countertops or carpet 
or just painting the outside of a house. But theoretically, they are uh, once every 15 to 20 year expenses, um, and they'll really improve the performance uh, long term of your property as well as uh, make a more desirable property to get in a better quality renter. That is an excellent piece of wisdom right there. I mean, excellent. You know, we have Tom King, who's an appraiser, who's up here at Real Estate, on Real Estate Mortgage Shop regularly, and he can't say it enough. You know, upgrading those types of things that are desirable to people will give you a great rate of return. So, Thank you for mentioning that. I have a few Talk Shop announcements. Talk Shop offers free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate or in business. Talk Shop meets every Wednesday, 9 o'clock to 10 at Pino's Palette at 8225 Dexter Road in Cordova. This Wednesday, Talk Shop presents Beth Dowdy, business development consultant, the Greater Memphis Chamber at work for small business. So don't miss that. Talk Shop events are free thanks to advertisers like Pat Goldstein of Cry Like, Realtor, uh, Cry like Realtors in Memphis and North Mississippi, 901-754-0800, and also Pat Sell at 901-606-2000. Pat is the gold standard in real estate. Thank you, Pat. Subscribe at jogarner.com for our weekly podcast of Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We'll even throw the show notes in for you. Real Estate Mortgage Shop reminds you to make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. Got a few quotes, Philip, and one of them is uh, from Yogi Berra. When you come to a fork in the road... Take it. I love that one. I think you have one. Yep. Uh, my quote of the day, since we're talking about rentals, is uh, success is never owned. It is only rented, and the rent is due every day from Rory Vaden. Rory Vaden. I love Rory Vaden. I've read his books multiple times, Take uh, Take the Stairs and uh, Procrastinate on Purpose, right. I think. Yeah, love that. Got a couple stories before we go off the air. You know, I love my clients, Philip, and every one of them just have their own unique formula on how to succeed. And I've changed their names to protect the innocent. <laughs> but <laughs> I want to introduce you guys really quickly to Mary and Maynard Egan. Mary and Maynard wanted to be able to retire early and have plenty of income to enjoy life with their children. And one day, you know, their grandchildren. They didn't trust the stock market at all, and they didn't really, it didn't really matter anyway because they didn't have any money to invest in the stock market at the time. They didn't have much leftover money at all. And how are they going to buy several homes for rental income without a lot of money? The way the Egans did it, they set out to buy a home every year or two, and they lived in the home for a year or two. And then they kept that home, and they moved to another home. And they got very small amount down payment because they were buying a primary residence and they really lived in those homes. And after a while, of course, it was really hard. Mary said they didn't even unpack a lot of their boxes because they knew they were going to then he mang all their pictures because they knew they were going to be moving again. But for a while, for a few years there, they would move every year or two and buy a primary residence, small amount down and keep those other houses. And after a while, they didn't have to move as much anymore because they had built up enough income producing properties to get them on their way. One last person, there's so many, but there's another guy I want to introduce you to. And again, I changed his name, but Jackson Andrews made quite a good income in the securities business. He was making over six figures. He invested in the stock market, but he wanted to own some income producing real estate properties to balance out his investments. The problem Jackson had was his work schedule. He was working probably 60 hours a week or more. He had the money to put down on investment real estate, and his income was high enough, but Jackson did not have 
any time. The solution for Jackson was he found a realtor that knew how and where to scope out bargains. He hired a property manager, Philip. Most of the bargains were homes that needed quite a bit of repairs. And since the homes would have to be in good shape to get that standard fixed rate mortgage we talked about, Jackson borrowed against other assets. He got a loan against his 401k, he got a loan against some other things to build up credit lines so he could buy these bargain houses for cash, fix them up. And uh, when he got done fixing them up, I would come in and and refinance them on these long-term, low principal and interest payments that are fixed for 30 years to get him set up. And then, uh, you know, sometimes he would keep those houses and sometimes he would resell them. But there's just numerous stories, and everybody's story is different on how they're going to get from point A to point B. But usually the end is is a good ending. It's a good ending. I believe in real estate buy don't wait to buy real estate buy real estate and wait (laughs) any closing comments you have there philip uh no just that this uh market uh as good as it is for the home buyer uh that's looking for a house to move into there are deals available for real estate investors um just a good time to act and uh get your financing lined up and put the property to uh start making those returns because in real estate it's a long-term game you're not Mm -hmm. looking to make those returns for today or for tomorrow, uh, you're in this for the long term, uh, so that 10, 20, 30 years from now, mm-hmm. uh, that thing is really uh, putting off some income for you and accomplishing what you want to. Yes, that's exactly right. It's not a get-quick-rich scheme whatsoever. You are in for it, into it for the long term, and, and it's hard sometimes to get started, but if you're why, the reason you are doing it is big enough, you can do it. You can do anything. And if you have shortcomings, like you don't have enough capital, or maybe you're, you're, you're kind of building your credit, or maybe other problems are in the way, find someone trustworthy with good character who has those resources that can come in with you. It's better to have a piece of the pie than no pie at all. But like you mentioned earlier, Philip, you need to um, develop an exit strategy anytime you bring partners in. Uh, For property management, you have so many resources you can offer people. What is a good phone number where we can reach you, Philip? My uh, direct number is 901-461-4662. Our office is 901-758-1133. Say it again, those numbers. Uh, 901-461-4662. Okay. And uh, Philip and I have breakfast every Thursday with a bunch of people. And, you know, I encourage you to network, come to talk shop. Uh, it's, it's business topics, but we have real estate topics too. Get involved, get networked out there. We love hanging out with you on Saturday on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, jogarner.com. And uh, we look forward to hanging out with you next Saturday. See you then. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer you solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com.